It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. All right. I see you. I see you. My favorite album of all time. <sighs> J. Cole, uh, uh, Farts and Giggles. I don't know what the name of the album is. You know what? I don't even want to say it because I want people to believe that's the name of it now. J. Cole, Farts and Giggles. Yeah. It's, uh, it was, I believe it's platinum now. I think it's actually platinum. No features, by yeah. the way, got platinum with. Was that the? Yeah, the there's the, no yeah, features. There's, yeah, you couldn't even let it go. You love it. You love that album so much. You couldn't even let farts and giggles breathe. Well, you, you probably shouldn't breathe with farts and giggles in the room. Uh, that's the name of my album, Farts and Giggles. Um, you know, it's rare that I'm uh, mistaken. I've never been wrong. I've, I've been mistaken though. Uh, I, I have to apologize to Gaz. I blew off your play of the day yesterday. I just ignored you pretty much. I barely heard what you had to say. And then I noticed everyone just celebrating you online. Uh, you may have stolen my magic. Like I actually, I actually posted the Herb Brooks, you know, from the Miracle. <laughs> it's your time now. Their time is over because I've made a lot of predictions and I've been, I've been pretty good about a lot of them. I don't know that I've ever called the walk off before. Yeah, let's go call that. Uh, Alan, our big Al, and our sales team said, "Guys, that was an awesome call, man. How much did you win on that?" I'm like. I can't find that, Alan. Yeah. I don't know if that's out well, there. Well, you, you probably should have bet. You probably should have bet them to win at least. Yeah. Because you, if you if you bet them to walk off, you at least know they're going to win. My vibe was that it was going to be a close game in one of the two games because really it had been a very boring AL and NLCS so far. It had been blowouts and no big comeback, no special moment that would stand out. That was the moment last night. That was the moment Arizona fans needed to believe that this was still a series and that could you actually contend Against Philadelphia. Now, do I think that walk-off, even though it made me look smart, do I believe believe it could maybe change the way this series goes? I'll make Philly's fan feel good. No. <laughs> even though it was nice, even though a cat, I wish it could have cashed if it was like 15-1, whatever the odds are on a predicting a walk-off, didn't feel like it's going to change the series. Nice moment. Cool. Exciting. Best game of the championship series so far. But not enough for me to believe Arizona can come back and win. Maybe I'm being too pessimistic. Maybe I'm holding a grudge that I couldn't find Vinny the Fish to drop my <laughs> wager on. Maybe Jack was giving me love and Shikari on Twitter. I saw it. Appreciate it. Very cool. But that's how I feel after that I game. gave you love on Twitter. Thank I, you, I, I appreciate it. Yeah, thank but again, you. I, didn't, I just kind of brushed it off. I was like, okay, whatever, buddy. <laughs> and then I left. And then you, you were right. You nailed it. So good, good for you. Two, two to one. Walk off win for those uh, those snakes in the desert over the the Philadelphia Phillies. I do. You, you did finally start to see something that I've dealt with on those rare times I've been right. So like like way back in the day when I was I, I stumble into predicting how the Super Bowl was going to end. Okay, and because I, I meet Malcolm Butler, no one knows who the heck he is. I tell him he's going to get in the game, make a big play, win the Super Bowl. He then does that. Do you know that Seahawk fans hated me? And probably some of them still do. Ooh, boy. Not, not because I actually had any love or hate for their team, but because I made a prediction that went against them. So you've now run into this now where Phillies fans are, are ticked off at you. Yeah. Because you had the nerve to make that prediction. So welcome. Welcome to being right. I felt the heat right after Alan said that. Again, another one of our guys in our sales department, Bruce goes, Oh, you picked against my Phillies guy? I'm like, yeah. I didn't, like, sort of. 
one of the two games is going to end like that. I guess it was yours. So, you know, I am feeling the heat a little bit. Yeah, I, I think that. I think Bruce, like if we were giving out superlatives, Bruce from sales is most likely to jump you in a dark hallway. <laughs> I think you should be worried. I think you no. should be Because I fist, he's by the door and I give him a fist bump every time I walk by him. And he throws hands, man. He doesn't just give you like a quick like knuckle. He's like, bam! I'm like, holy crap, dude, chill out. I'm about we have to fight back. He's got a secret strength in that man. He does. Yeah, pent up rage. Fifty years? Fifty years of sales or something. He's not that old, but it's fucking sad. I think he's been doing sales for like thirty plus years, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. With that's real number. That's uh, the fifty is more fun for me. Um Yeah, so all right. So you don't you don't perceive this as the turning point or anything like that, right? You're 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 not you you said that you believe the Phillies still go on to win this series. I do. There's too much talent across the board for Philadelphia. Even in that game last night with that victory for Arizona, it felt like they needed everything to go right. A perfect hit, a perfect spot. Philly just not executing what it has in the past, that team from top to bottom. Look, even saying this out loud, I feel like I'm putting down Arizona. Like, hey, you know, they played as best they could and they got a win at home. Everybody, Yay, where everybody it go? got orange wedges and ice pops at the end. It was great. All the fans were so excited to see they jumped in a pool sometimes. Like, I feel like I'm really degrading Arizona. They're three wins away from playing for the World <laughs> Series. And you look at what Arizona did this season. That division, the NL West, nobody gave them a chance. They should have no reason to be in the postseason. You had the Dodgers. You had the Giants yeah. who had high. You had the Padres who were in the spot last season. Everybody. Everybody took all those teams at Arizona this year. So, Arizona Dimeck fan, here I am doubting you again that even after a walk-off win at home against Philadelphia, I'm giving you no chance. When this should be your moment today of this is changing the season. This is the moment we need. We're rallying. We're sitting there like the Viper, Randy Orton, ready to pounce like a real snake. Philly's lineup's too good. They got Harper. They got Turner. I could run through the names. We saw what Schwarber was doing earlier in the series, hitting it like a rec league softball guy, just hitting bombs. Like, there's too much depth, too much of a balanced attack by Philly to give this up now. And let's let's be clear. To win this, you have to beat Wheeler and Nola. Uh, And and we've seen how they're pitching right now. So, all right, I guess here's, here's the thing. Did you see enough in last night's game that you think this thing goes farther than five? Ooh, that's really tough. You're welcome. Hard <laughs> questions. Ooh. As you like to say, big J journalist over here. Yes. I yeah. do. I don't. No. I don't. I don't. Are you gonna, okay. Well, I think the I think the Phillies will win tonight and then it's over when Wheeler comes out in game five in game yeah, game would Wheeler pitch in five? I think he would pitch in five, right? That always throws me off because you can do whatever you want on day's rest, and the, depending on how the series shifts, managers can do what they want. So even when you have a projected or a probable pitcher, it could change in the postseason. When I think about that question you just asked me, though, about could I see this going six or seven now, here's what makes me change my mind because now they know how to do it. Like, hey, we beat Philadelphia last night. How did we do it? Yeah. We had some hits going the right spot. You got a little bit more, I don't want to say aggressive at the plate, but that might be a little too strong. When I think about aggressive, I think early in the counts. They figure out a game plan to beat Philly. And now it's be as simple as saying, just do what we did in game three. Like, just follow that. Can mm-hmm. you flip that over for a second time? If you're a good enough team, that's the hope in the postseason. If you're a younger team, a team who's not supposed to be there, so, maybe. So what you're saying is, can we keep Schwarber hitless, Harper hitless, uh, Castellanos 
hit list. GC Ruzo, hit list. Basically, can we three hit one of the more potent lineups in all of Major League Baseball just three more times? I would say this. That seemed to work. <laughs> <laughs> like, that worked, right? Like, yeah. I like that idea. If you could do that again, I don't disagree with the theory. It's a good idea. If we can if we can out-hit one of the more potent lineups in all of baseball, three to one. So, nine hits to their three. Yep. I think we could win a couple of these games. And I don't want to get too carried away, but how about the runs? Maybe a few more than them? Well, yeah, and I guess that's kind of where – that's where I kind of leave this this theory behind, right? Because oh. I feel like if Philly gets nine hits, Philly gets six runs, seven runs. You got nine hits, and you got two runs, and this was not a great night for them. So you were uh, you left ten men on base – you were three for eleven with runners in scoring position. I'm a, I'm a big I'm a big runners in scoring position guy. Now zero for four across the across the way, you know. With, but uh, yeah, I think I think this is. Plus, you got to think about it. if you're the Phillies, and you can figure this out. Where forget what I was just trying to figure out when you would go whatever. But let's say you can you get this win this evening. You know you can lock it up. You know that the other series is going longer than yours. They're tied at two. I might be able to actually have Wheeler and Nola full rest for game one and two versus either Houston or Texan if I can lock this up in five. That always gets dangerous. That is the ultimate postseason trap, right? That every manager thinks a few games ahead. I'm not saying you're wrong. Like, that's exactly the perfect plan. Some, that somebody would has, want. Maybe the manager shouldn't be the one thinking it. Maybe the pitching coach is sitting over there going, don't look at me. I'm writing down things you don't want to know, Skip. You know, like maybe it's his job. I don't know, but. That is 100% what they want to have happen. The problem is too many people, honestly, bite the fruit. I don't know why I want to go with that comparison, <laughs> but like it's the ultimate sin to commit that if oh. you start looking towards the postseason oh, too see deep. Sin. I see, see that? Right? Like, if you start looking towards the future too much or commit that sin, you're not going to get the results that you want. Like, right. Biblical you start, here. Whoa. You start, you start planning for, for game six instead or game one instead of game five and you have a problem. And then you're knocked down. You never get to um, see it. Conversely. And you're naked in a forest. This happened to you before? I suppose in the story, right? I think. Uh, maybe not exactly how I recall it. All right. They had leagues um, on. Sorry. Conversely, I do feel like the Astros Rangers series is wide open right now. Obviously, two two, it's wide open. But like, even if the even if somehow the Diamondbacks won tonight, then I just think it's a six game series that the Phillies win in. Like this, this could be seven. I think tonight is the the obvious because it's three to two, but the pivotal match because it's Jordan Montgomery versus Justin Verlander. So like, can Monty shake off the Yankee like? Oh my God! It's Verlander. He's kryptonite. We're gonna lose to that guy and just go out and duel and beat him. If you beat Verlander, I think you go right back into feeling like you've got all the momentum in the world. You go ahead and take this thing down. Yes, yes, to all of that. Here's what I'll add about Houston last night. There were some hits by Houston. I know what the box score says. I know what the final suggests. Baseball reminded me last night that when you hear somebody say something like, "You know, the score really didn't reflect how it looked." Yeah, because Houston should have crushed Texas last night. They did. But there were some hits by Houston that were put to the warning track. There were some hits last night that just went to some line drives. They were mashing the ball last night. Everything. Big, clean hits by Houston. Everybody. Foul ball down the line. Just outfielder in the right spot. As good as Houston's offense was last night, it had the potential to be a double-digit, huge lead, run away with it, game over. They figured something out. And I'm not going back to what I did earlier this week about the 
conspiracy of cheating. Where'd this offense just come from? But they were reminded, maybe casual Houston Astro fans or baseball fans, of how good Houston's offense is against any teams because everybody in that lineup made good contact last night and could have went deep. Yeah, I, it's man, it's gonna be that. That's the drama right now. Because and I and I do believe whoever comes out of that will give the Phillies a fight. But it, you, you, I feel feel pretty strong with these Phillies right now, especially just when you lose the way they lost last night. Three hits, one run. You know, you you, you didn't necessarily, you know, get beat up. You know, you gave two runs on nine hits, but it's not. It wasn't like you. It was it, there's a lot of times where you look at something like that and go. Are they are they are they giving up some ground? Then Arizona figure it out, and I look at it and go, no, they just had a bad night, they just had a, an off night. So, I think what happens is they go out there and handle business. But then again, like you said, the Astros can hit, the Astros can pitch, the Rangers can hit, the Rangers can pitch. It, I I just the night nightmare scenario for me as someone who hates the Astros and I hate them. I'm sorry. I know you're not supposed to hate anything or whatever. I hate the Astros. The nightmare scenario for me is Max Scherzer on the bump for the Rangers in a game seven because I just feel like that's going to go bad. <laughs> I feel like it's going to go real bad. It's a very possible scenario that could play out. It really could. I don't want to ask the pressure question because that gets overplayed of like, what team's under more pressure? Everybody, everybody. It's a few wins away from the World Series. Everybody's under pressure in the postseason in baseball. I'll go with trust, though, instead. I want to shift that to the ALCS. Because we both agree how good Philadelphia can be and how the talent is. We're both pretty much feeling the same way about that series. Who do you trust more now in this ALCS? Like, I won't say you don't have to wager on it because there's so many variables still left to be played out here and how good the offenses can potentially look in game five. But when we talk about trust, if you asked me two days ago, who do I trust more in this series? I would have told you Texas because mm-hmm. I believe Texas is better. I just believe yeah. they've played better this season. They were, uh, remember the tail end of the season two? It was Houston and Texas and Seattle at that point battling for the AL West. Texas felt like a better team. And, of course, they dominated my Orioles. I thought about wearing my <laughs> Oriole hoodie today. So I would have said Texas. I don't feel as confident in that answer anymore because of how good Houston's offense looked. And Houston's been there before. A lot of these guys are gone. A lot are back. Dusty Baker still in the dugout. Bruce Bochy. Like, there's some big-time names yeah. that are still out there. It feels like in just one game the trust factor flipped back to Houston because we've seen this a bunch of postseasons where they've battled back and been so active. So I changed my answer this week. I now trust Houston more in this series. Uh, again, for me, it all comes down to tonight. Whoever, whoever outduels the other guy tonight is going to win my, is going to win my trust for the rest of this series. Cause again, we know Verlander Verlander can go out there and throw a gem anytime he wants. It's just who he is. Jordan Montgomery are arguably the biggest mistake. The Yankees made in a roster in the last, what, five years by letting him go? And now he's out there with a chance to give his his team a leg up in the ALCS while the Yankees watch from home. Oh, joy, oh, joy. Uh, but good job on you. Good job on the walk-off call. Uh, if I ever hear you did something like that again and didn't at least bet that team to win, we may have to, you know, you may have to go into punishment. You may go into timeout. <laughs> They have to sit in the corner. How, right. how do you punish the kids? Do you, do you like do timeout? Are you a timeout parent? I don't know if I've got to the point yet of that because I don't think he understands kind of what that means. I don't know, man. That's a tough part about being a parent. Yeah. It's not, I was like, like, that's the parenting of parenting, man. It's dad voice was all I ever needed. I, Because, I, like, I grew up being spanked, and I, I'm i not against that. I know that's oh, it's corporal punishment. Yeah, obviously you don't beat the kid, but, like, you're a little, like, 
hey, pay attention kind of thing. But I, I obviously never, I never had to do it. My kid, if I, if I did dad voice, if we were, if she was doing something, when she was really little and we had this apartment complex, there was a, um, there was like a major road on like one half of the complex. So I'm doing something in the yard. One of the, she's playing with neighbor's kid. I'm like, all right, watch her for a second. I'm going to grab this. And when I look back, kids darting towards the road. And I'm just like, oh, like I did the full, like all three names, boom, 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 LeVac. And uh, she, you would have thought I hit her with a Trank gun. She was, I think she was two. She went, boom, right on her butt. And ever since then, anything she's ever done wrong, I, all I have to do is go, are you serious? And it just stops right then and there. So so I say, I say be scary once in a while, guys. Yeah. That's I, well. That's probably Jordan's job. I don't know no, if you can be scary. That's and Lavaki just walked into one right there. Of, I've known my wife since she was a kid. Like we've dated since we've been teenagers, high school sweethearts, and all that. We've known each other pretty well. When I flip into like the dad voice and have to yell and like actually like discipline your kids yeah. and tell them like, hey, you're a three year old. You can't, right? You know, you can't hit somebody. The you same got- way you have to talk to these guys out here. My wife doesn't like it. She I doesn't? Do, I don't like it because it's yeah. so out of character for me. And you know me well enough where, like, that's not my personality. Yeah. So I feel – I'm sure every parent feels like this. I feel bad after doing it. Like, there's some parents who always yell. Like, that's their thing. They're right. just at one level. They're at 10 all no. the time. But then they're, it doesn't work. Exactly right. Then there's other parents who will never yell. Like, the fact that I have to go to that place, I don't like it. But I have to do it. She that's tells, called being a parent. But the thing is, too, like if you're as long as you're consistent and you don't do that all the time, you only do that when you have to. I'll tell you right now, my 20 year old daughter tells those stories. Like she's like, I don't. She goes, I was too young to remember what was going on. She goes, but I remember that I was wrong and I was in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, she, and she tells it with pride. So it's like you know, I never had to, never had to spank my kid. Um, I grounded her one one time because she lied to me when she was little. But like for the most part. You, you get that good voice going? Fear God voice, man. So I'll tell you right now, if I ever find out, you listen to me, Thomas Goslowski III, <laughs> Thomas Paul Goslowski III, if I ever find out you make a call like that again and you haven't bet that team to win, you're in big trouble, mister. You're going to go to bed without dinner. What if I'm hungry? You'll have to eat in the morning. You're going to bought yourself food if you'd won money. Uh, let's talk <laughs> NFL. I think God's 100% stole my... My, my my gift for prognostication last night uh, because I took a beating. That's next right here, Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 and 980. Levac, before we do that, what about our friends over at USX Pest Control? I thought you'd never ask. I love these guys. Um, I'm, I'm not sure. I've got – I know I've got a, a, a visit coming up soon from Frank because we're platinum package, guys. Ooh. You know, we could tell. Yeah. Protect the family. You've got the uh, non-chemical exclusion package from USX Pest Control. Um, so – Tim comes out, inspects the house. Here's some trouble spots. Oh, look, your siding's off from the house. Just a hair here, here. You know what that means? They can get in. So what they do is they put a little uh, piece of metal down there to keep that out. Oh, the foundation's got a little a little smidge in here. They might be able to get in. They pour concrete in it. And then they go and treat the yard and everything else. I know you've got Perfect Lawn Vaughn as one oh, of your neighbors. He's the best and worst. I like my neighbors. Yeah. I think I like most of my neighbors. Yep. I got some questions about a few people. But okay. I know they're looking around USX Pest Control. when they that truck. They right? Hey, yep. what are they doing over there? Why isn't that happening? Especially coming up with the Halloween season, if you're passing out candy, if you want to make sure your home is safe, mm-hmm. you don't want to be known as the house that actually has real pests. Ah! Right. You oh, know, what a great decoration. It's alive! Run! <laughs> Even if they got full candy bars, run! <laughs> USX Pest Control, make sure this Halloween season you're not that home where kids are running away in fear. 
That's for the right. wrong reasons. That's right. I'm telling you, I've, I have one neighbor who, if I go, uh, you know, like Tech East, they go some other company. I will USX, they went some other company. You know what they also probably went with? Things living in their house because USX Pest Control is like part of the Gagne family of brands. It's like cat's eye. That's all that great stuff. Amazing people right here in the capital region helping us out. And we can speak from experience. They do amazing work. USXPest.com. Attention, troops. When the weather starts to change, the Capital Region knows it's time to suit up. And by suit up, we mean Carhartt Outerwear. Rugged and warm. And everyone knows where to go for the best selection and prices? Mohawk Army Navy. For over 35 years, Mohawk Army Navy has been supplying the American worker with the newest styles and colors that Carhartt has to offer. Carhartt, the premier choice for rugged outerwear. Check it out at Mohawk Army Navy. Now with four great locations. Niskuna, Latham, Saratoga, and their new flagship store, North Greenbush. Dismissed. Upstate. Where is the store? They got your guns and so much more. Upstate. Can you dig it? Who's got your Glocks? And Remington's always in stock. Upstate. Damn right. Best prices in town. And a staff that likes when you come around. Upstate. They won't let you down. They say the store is the best in town. Shut your mouth. But we're talking about Upstate, baby. Then we can dig it. Tired of getting shafted at the big box stores? Then come to Upstate Guns and Ammo because we're not dicks. For the latest in personal protection, from handguns and rifles to self-defense sprays and stun guns, the knowledgeable and friendly experts at Upstate are here to help you find what you need. A huge selection in-store and online at UpstateGunsAndAmmo.com. Plus, in-store sales happening daily. Why shop anywhere else? Upstate Guns and Ammo in Niskayuna, your local source for all your self-defense needs. Give us a call at 370-GUNS. That's 370-G-U-N-S. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Hi, it's Colin Coward. Listen to me weekdays, noon to 3, on the voice of the Capital Region, sports fan, Fox Sports, 980 AM. Welcome to the future of electric driving, powered by Volkswagen and the all-electric ID4. We're answering all your questions on making the switch to electric, like this one from Jack. Hey, so what if I need to charge in the middle of my road trip? Charging on the road is getting more convenient because the infrastructure is growing so fast. Electrify America is an expanding network with nearly 3,500 DC ultra-fast chargers along highways across America, where you can charge up in minutes. Learn more at electrifyamerica.com VW. Volkswagen is amping up production and availability of the all-electric zero-direct-emission ID4, now assembled here in America, in Chattanooga, Tennessee. The Volkswagen ID4 is something to behold. It's an SUV with clean aerodynamic lines, plenty of space, and lots of tech features. And did we mention it's all-electric? Test drive one today at your local Volkswagen dealer and help drive us all towards a better future. VW.com. and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. Arguably the most entertaining standalone game so far this year, last night? Definitely, yes. Um, I, I didn't want to say best because the first half from the New Orleans Saints was, was doo-doo. It was just poo-poo. They were just not good. Um, Derek Carr has not 
100% grasped this this offense yet. Uh, these guys are not in sync with him at all. If you, if you told me, like in, in the world of arena football, occasionally there's some players who are really, really good, but they live out of market, they have bigger jobs and stuff like that. So you like, you'll fly them in like Thursday night or something for a game. If you told me that they flew in Derek Carr like Thursday or Friday, you know, or, or the, in this case, Tuesday or Wednesday, I would have believed you because he had very little timing with most of the, even Foster Moreau, who he's played with before because they both came from the Raiders. He didn't really seem to link up with all that well. I like this a lot when you and I are watching the same game and we had the same number one takeaway. First thing that jumped out to us, totally agree with you, Levesque. And here's what I thought. I might have texted you this. I can't remember if I texted you this about the coaching in the game last night. Yeah. Everyone feels like this, especially when their team is losing, that you feel like as an individual fan of your favorite team that you have the worst coaches in the NFL. Everyone gets on the coaches. Like, that's a fun part about sports. Which you can't because I have the worst coach. (laughs) Actually, no, that guy's in L.A. Let me No, no. Let me say this out loud. The the worst coaching in the NFL in 2023 so far is that team out there right now, the New Orleans Saints. That's the worst coach team. But here's the problem, right? Dennis Allen is a hell of a defensive coordinator. Because, again, came with the Raiders. I saw what he can do as a D.C. There's something about him as a head coach and I don't know if it's maybe it's just maybe it's just perception because the way you see it. it, he never looks comfortable. Like he never looks like things are going the way that he wanted them to go. So I would I would I'll tell you right now. Like if you told me that guy was going to be the new defensive coordinator of a team I rooted for, I'd be all over it. If you told me he's going to be the head coach of that team, not so much. They have so many good skill guys out there. They got a pretty veteran defense. Ooh. What you and I both noticed, and if you're a Saint fan, if our guy Robert's listening, you got an open phone line, if our guy Chris McCarthy up at the hideaway is listening, well, just keep it clean, guys. I know it was a rough game last night, but vet chemistry on I'm the sorry, field. Sorry, since you said it, let me just get it out of the way. 518-690-0980 is the Elevation 10,000 phone lines. Elevation brand with Elevation 10,000. Okay, go ahead. There is no chemistry on the field. Like, how is Carr and Alave so off on passes? Even Michael Thomas has been there for a long time. Like, they're running the wrong routes. They have no type of back and forth. Right. The offensive line is missing plays. The running backs aren't going to the right spots. Even at times in defense, you're like, I don't know if that was the right cover. That's stuff you do in practice. Right. That's stuff you do in July and August. So what are the Saints doing during practice? Well, what a time, Like Pete Carmichael? Now I know who he is because he's the next <laughs> Matt Canada. I didn't know who he was. I'll admit it, Saint fan. Yeah, I didn't know you. who he Same. was until last night. Same. Terrible. Same. Um, but you saw it too, like, Look, I, I've always been a Derek Carr fan. Uh, when he was with the Raiders, I, the year that he, he was going for MVP before he breaks his leg, um, I got to go watch the team play in Denver. He was supposed to be there to help them win. He wasn't. But, like, he's he's always he's always been a leader. I've always liked the way he talked. I, I know he's rubbed teammates the wrong way in the past, some of them. I think he's rubbed this whole team the wrong way. Because there was – I texted you and uh, Boston Dan. There's a moment – uh, Alvin Kamara breaks off a nice run. This is in the fourth quarter during like what it looks like they're going to make a comeback. While he's walking back, Carr puts his hand out to like high five him. Kamara shakes his head no and walks past him. Cause, because this that whole game, anytime something went wrong, Derek Carr is yelling at his teammates on the field. And the camera, once he did it the first time, the camera's on him every single time. So he's showing them up. He actually, uh, he was asked about it after the game. And he said, quote, I've been showing my emotions a little bit too much on my sleeve. Uh, you know, like I kind of got to kind of chill out, and that's me holding myself accountable. So 
I think these guys, if you told me they don't like him, I believe you because he's showing them up. And his throws aren't perfect and, and a lot of things. But he's a better quarterback than he's been. And I almost feel like he's he thought he was coming in as the savior of this team. And he's he's trying too hard to be that big that big leader. And he's not leading, he's yelling. I thought they could be good with Carr. I really did. We both did. Yeah. We, we both did. I haven't no- given up on him yet. I'm I'm done. I'm, oh, off, I'm, right, off, I'm, I'm off the bandwagon. I'm at, well, listen, I'm not, I, if you ask if I could go back and redo our preseason picks, I still probably have them in the playoffs. Because I know you're Tampa Bay Buccaneers in that division, but that's a, that's, a, that's a coin toss of division. That defense is still good. That offensive line will get healthy. You've got Alvin Kamara. You've got Jamal Williams. You've got all those weapons. Carr's going to – if the Raiders ever had this defense, they would have played in the postseason more. They, they would have, even with Carr. So I, I think they're still a postseason. That coaching is going to cost them. I think skill-wise, like if we did ratings in Madden, the Saints are the best team rating-wise in Madden. They're, they have the best talent. They've got playmakers. They're the best team. But this coaching is holding them back. Even like some of the plays last night. Yeah. If you're a fan of the Jets or the Giants or the Bills and you were watching Thursday Night Football last night, thank the offensive coordinator you have. Because the best play the Saints could run last night was a two-yard in route. All Carr could do was drop it off. He had like, what, 10, 12 catches, Kamara? I think Kamara had 12 catches. But if you looked at those last drives, because it it was almost like they're trying to be a power run team when I think three-fifths of their offensive line is missing. But those last drives where they just quick huddled down the side of the field, they scored in three plays. They went the entire field in three plays. And then they started doing it again in the next drive, and it worked too. The problem is they get in the red zone, and they don't have have enough. I I don't – actually, let's be real. Every time you're within a yard or two yards in Philadelphia, everybody puts their hands on Jalen Hurts' butt and they shove him into the end zone. Every time you're within five yards with the Saints, if Taysom Hill's not on that field, you've made a mistake. Taysom Hill is a tank. That guy's shaking his head at the end like he he clearly was concussed, but he doesn't know what a concussion is. He doesn't care. Just broke right through. Made oh. it look so easy. I And then he kicked the extra point instead of going for two. at the And that was before the, the score that tied it, and they actually went for two and, and did do it. But I'm like, just do the he, – he scored that. Just do the same exact play. No one's stopping him. Nobody wants to get hit by Taysom Hill. We paid this guy for a reason. What was it again? Get him on the field. Right. Larry. He's a Swiss Army knife. He's a weapon. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm not giving him on the Saints yet. Like you said, they got a lot of things. I just – yeah, the coaching is – there's going to be – I would think that if they don't win a playoff game – a lot of who you see on that coaching staff is going to step down a position and be on somebody else's coaching staff. So you believe the Saints could still be a playoff team? I'm yes. officially out on the Saints. Maybe my bias of the Buccaneers being a lot better this season than I thought is playing into my answer, and that big matchup with Atlanta coming up this week could also play into that. Let us flip it back over to, to Jacksonville. Oh because you and I, both preseason, thought Jacksonville could finish with the most wins in the AFC, and they're 5-2 and two right now, and they have that win last night. Trevor Lawrence was running 60-plus yards. How about that was his his career-high rushing game with a, with a knee brace on? Yeah. Are they the second-best team in the AFC? Because Ooh. if you want to put Kansas City at one, you could. Uh, our guy over at Fox Sports' power rankings always wants to put the Dolphins there. Before Bill fans start screaming at me, they beat you. Jacksonville beat Buffalo. So if we talk about Jacksonville as a legit Super Bowl contender, how do they rank right now? Are they better than Kansas City? Can they beat Kansas City? Are they better than Buffalo? Can they beat Buffalo? I feel like those aren't the same question either. 
Um, they could beat Kansas City now, not later. I think because Kansas City, again, they're tinkering. Kansas City's not trying to blow people out. They're just trying to get a W. And more importantly, like um, something to keep an eye on prop-wise, maybe not this week, maybe next week, but I would even take a look at it this week, McCole Hardman, because you're going to see Mahomes try to get him involved. He's Because Mahomes is still looking for his weapons. Uh, what's his name? Rice is going to get more and more action. Uh, Kadarius Tony's not going anywhere. He's going to get gadget plays. Obviously, Travis Kelsey. Everywhere. But McCarhold, McCole Hardman is going to get targets because they want to see what he can do. They're tinkering. But once they know what they've got, 100%, they're going to be the Kansas City Chiefs. They're going to be hard to beat. Uh, Jacksonville... Jacksonville playing like they just played. They're number two. Ooh. Yeah. Just saying it out loud did still feel weird, though, didn't it? Well, now, they beat. But they got to. There's just something about that Dolphins. That's why I said you've got to put that effort out there and then some. Because that Dolphins offense is going to work you. You're, you. If you do a great job in that Dolphins offense, you're going to hold them to, what, 27? So you got to be able to put 30 points on the board regardless. There's also a part of me, and this is a little unfair to Tua, but I think it's a realistic take. He'll get over it. Trevor Lawrence had the comeback last season. Now, we always point to the Chargers yeah. and say the Chargers blew it, classic Chargers. It was a little but, bit of two. It was a little both. But Jacksonville did it. Like, Jacksonville won a playoff game. Nobody thought Jacksonville was good enough. That wasn't supposed to be their game. They came from behind. They won the game. Trevor Lawrence and the entire Jacksonville Jaguar roster moved on. Miami didn't last year. Miami didn't have to a plane last year. That played a huge factor in that game against Buffalo. But I saw it with Trevor Lawrence. And I know they lost to Kansas City by eight points. Yeah. I'm with you. I think they're the second best team in the AFC, and they are a legit Super Bowl threat and can get to the Super Bowl still. Now sitting here in oh, later October. Actually, you know what? I might take that back because Jalen Ramsey might be back. <laughs> so the Dolphins might have just got better. <laughs> I don't know, Give me man. the game. Give uh, it to yeah. me. Let's see him play. Listen, the the AFC playoffs are going to be if they, if if we get super lucky and these things stack out just right. So like let's you know KC is is the one seed they get the bye. If however it shakes out, you know Jacksonville beats whoever to face them, and then ultimately they have to, like Miami in the in the championship game or vice versa. However, if KC has to play those those two. That's fun. That's going to be a good time. And if Jacksonville and if Buffalo's in there too, and because Buffalo, again, Buffalo, the, the Matt Milano thing really, and I don't think people have seen yet what that impact is going to be. When they play these, these elite offenses, these teams that have the tight ends who can, who can really hurt you, like a Travis Kelsey, um, like a Rob Gronkowski said he wants to play for Miami. Um, I saw that. Yeah. I saw people report it like it was happening. I, got, I was like, wait a minute here. What's going on? The question was, if you came back and unretired, who would you like to play for? Breaking right. news, Gronk, right. unretired. Which, by the way, he said it. He said it every time he's asked. He's answered a different person, by the way. Would you come back and play? Yeah, just only with only with Tommy. Okay. Would you come back and play? Yeah, with Dable. That was my position coach back in the day. I love that guy. Would you come back and play? Miami needs me. Yeah, like, dude, he's just got a different answer every time. He knows every time somebody asks him that, it's a clickbait answer. And everyone's trying to get the clickbait. They're would, trying to if, get those views. He's the same age as Travis Kelsey. Like, he should probably at least consider coming back. I don't know if he wants to or not, but he should consider coming back. Oh, my God, I heard so many. I've got so much, like, NDA news. I can't. 
I've signed too many papers. I, I'm, I'm in the not too distant future. I'm going to have so much news on on the Olympics. I'm going to on the so, Olympics. I'm going to have so much news on the Olympics in the not too distant future. I'm going to have so much. Like, dude, at least leave me a few breadcrumbs. Is it about cricket? I'll tell you what. You were right about Gronk won't probably even be invited. You're talking about to the flag football 2028 yeah. stuff. Yeah. It would be a okay. mir- I think it would be a miracle for him to be invited with the things I'm hearing lately. All right. That's very I'm, I'm wandering into some rooms that I don't belong in. Let's put it like that. People aren't noticing me, but then they see me and they go, Hey, sign this. And it's like, what's that? Oh, it's just that we can take your life if you say what anything you learned today. That's very vague, but vague enough for me to be intrigued by it. So yeah. I'm gonna well, let it, I'm gonna I'll let it you, lay. The the second I get green lights to do things, and the second I even if I get a gray area where I think I can get away with it, we're gonna have stuff. We are gonna be we got we, some people think they're live, local, and late breaking. <laughs> That's what I say to them. That's what I say to them. Um, yeah, <laughs> let me put this. Gronk ain't playing in the Olympics. All right. At least not unless he unless he picks a different sport. Um, all right. Is it bye bye Barkley? Is it? Whoa! Is it bye bye Barkley? Whoa! Is it? Is it? I mean, it, I mean, I mean, I mean, is it? We we'll talk about that next. Right now, we'll talk about our good friends at Elevation Ten Thousand. The meeting went down. Okay, the Levac and Gaz Elevation Ten Thousand meeting went down. So we're always like we. Th- the thing that makes us different than a lot of of shows is when we endorse somebody, we do it because we believe in them, right? So when we tell you that Elevation Ten Thousand Elevation Ten K dot com is how you elevate your brand. Because they can do the vid- the awards they have for all the video production, the awards they have for audio production, the awards they have for for marketing design, and all these things are are displayed, and they're they're displayed, and it's also like they're embarrassed by them because they want to go win more. We are taking advantage of that ourselves. We sat down yesterday. We discussed products. We discussed logos. We discussed ideas. I think we we if I'm not mistaken, next week we'll have an update on on when you will be able to uh, enjoy LeVac and Gaz merch. And some of the funniest stuff from the show, some of the stuff you've asked for on social media and more will be a part of that. And it'll be better because it'll be elevated by Elevation 10,000. Thank you to everybody over at Elevation 10,000. Everybody was so awesome, inviting. What a great place to work. The pumpkin making was going on. Everybody's having yeah. a great time. The mood was My girl good. Lauren was there. I yeah. love her. She's the best. She's so cool. She's a Boston fan, though, so I don't like her like her, but she's great. <laughs> She's Ele- good at what she does. Elevation 10,000. This is a perfect example. If you go there and meet the staff, I'm sure you have a cousin, maybe a, a, a younger sibling that will tell you when you're running your business, hey, no, they know they know social media. They know, like, they're on Facebook. They can figure it out. No. Don't right. lean on somebody you think knows what they're doing. Work with the best people. Work with the professionals. I just you're about to find out how much money your business can make and what your next event can be thanks to Elevation 10,000. We were so yeah. busy working with Josh. We never even went and said hi to Dave McClatt. Well, I thought he wasn't there. I thought no, he was the one who was yelling at us from the office. Oh, that's awful. Sorry, Dave. I actually thought you left. I thought everyone was I, messing and saying, like, oh, he's, like, not no, there. No, he's always – I mean, if oh. he's not there, he's just because he's on site doing something. Sorry, but, Dave. Yeah, we got, we're going to have to make up for that one. That's not good. That's not good. <laughs> Dave, we still love you. We I do. Actually, we I actually do. thought you weren't there. I thought I it was just, like a, a side joke everyone was making. Yeah. Well, because Dave does. Yeah, he's the he's the best. Okay. Uh, but we're we, gonna text Dave now and be like, yeah. "Gaz thought you were 
No, we'll Ghosting just, us. We'll just drop off a bottle of bourbon or something. It'll be all better. Elevate your brand today with Elevation <laughs> 10,000. All Seasons Equipment salutes the Scotia's small businesses and the hardworking employees who make it all possible. The economic impact of these locally owned companies is dramatic and they provide many jobs. Support your small businesses by patronizing them frequently. All Seasons Equipment, power equipment dealer including mowers, chainsaws, and contractor equipment. 60 Freeman's Bridge Road, Scotia. AllSeasonsEquipmentInc.com. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Hi, I'm Martha Stewart, and I have a question for you. You know that unwelcome guest everyone wishes would just leave already? That's COVID-19. That's why I got a COVID shot this season, designed for recent variants. Got it? Learn more and schedule this season's updated COVID-19 shot at vaccines.gov. Sponsored by Pfizer. Hi, it's Colin Coward. Listen to me weekdays, noon to 3, on the voice of the Capital Region, sports fan, Fox Sports 95.9. LeVac, in less than a week, we're going to be back in Mohawk Honda, Thursday, October 26th. It's going to be a packed day in sports. Can't wait for that. This weekend, now's your time. Go to Mohawk Honda. Find out about the new rides. The 2024s are there for you. If you're carving out sometime, we got Carve Out, Pumpkin. Oh, that was good by me. Uh, Mohawk Honda will help you find the rides you're looking for. Shout out to my guy, Cam McKenna. He helped me get into my pilot. He can do the same for you. From everybody over there, Greg Johnson, Lindsey Herndon, our guy John in service, the VIP man, Morales, and more. We can run through the names Nick and Nate and Ben, crushing it on social media, always showing you what's going on. Great things. The upgrades and more are happening at Mohawk Honda. Work with people that you can trust during the carbine experience. I can't tell you how often I hear the story of someone saying they waited six months, a year, two years, just because they didn't want to go on the lot. Oh, I don't want to go through that process. I don't know if I'm going to get the right number. I don't want to do – take that stress out of your life. Work with people like the staff at Mohawk Honda. You're going to go back for years to come to get a new ride. Mohawk Honda, by the way, if you trade in your vehicle, you might be actually getting more than you originally paid for. That's what Mohawk Honda is doing right now this fall as well. They're going to buy your vehicle. It's Mohawk Honda where they always go out of their way to please you. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. So, the NFL trade deadline is on Halloween. So, basically, the way you can look at it is your favorite team, if they're still good, could walk up to another team's door, go, check out trade, and maybe, just maybe, get a very good player or great draft picks or something out of it, you know? Because it's Halloween. You, know, you do a theme. You could. I like that. It's very good. So, what if it's bye, 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 Saquon Barkley? That is 
the scuttlebutt that is the talk of the town. That is what someone asked Barkley, like, how would you feel? And he said, quote, obviously, I've been vocal in public about how I feel about this organization and where I want to be. Knowing the business and seeing that side of it, there's a lot of things I can't control. I don't think anybody in their right mind would want to get traded away or traded anywhere. It's not an easy thing to do. You've got to move. I have a family. I would love to be here. My reaction to that is probably not what you think it's going to be. Because I'm going to answer the Barkley part, but I want to toss this back to you because you can offer a very unique take on what just happened right there. I've been traded before. You are a team president, though. You deal with athletes every single day. You deal with professional athletes every be, single day. I'm going to be very clear, though. I'm going to be very, very clear. Damon Ware, head coach, general manager, he handles the roster. Okay, I don't want you to speak for Coach Ware, but do your best to do that potentially okay. here. Yep. Wouldn't that drive you nuts what just happened right there? There's no reports from anybody in the organization that's saying Saquon Barkley could be traded. Nobody's talked about that publicly. Some random reporter or beat writer or somebody needed a story today on a Friday. So, you know, I got one. Why don't I just ask Saquon if they're going to trade him? Like, let, let's just, hey, Saquon, uh, I heard that you might get traded. From who? I don't I didn't hear from anybody, but, like, this is <laughs> definitely going to get people talking. Saquon, what do you think if, like, I don't know, like they trade you? Breaking news, Saquon. Like, if I was in the coach's office and I have to deal with this today, I'd be furious because you're trying to figure out an offense. He finally got healthy. Daniel Jones is basically injured. Your team stinks. You're rebuilt. He is injured. There you go. Like, you're trying to figure out everything else going on to try to salvage the season. And you got people in the locker room asking him about getting traded when that might not even be on the table. From a broadcaster's perspective, I would assume the organization of the franchise hates what just happened. But you do this for a living. Am I off on this take here? That that um, should be my first reaction. You you might you might be upset. Yeah, is it something I'd want to hear? No, I mean like right now my emails and inbox are, are flooded with you know congratulations on the, on the guys that are coming back. Or it, what do you think about bringing back so and so? What do you think about trying to get this one? What do you? And again, I don't I I don't know enough to do personnel like. Damon Ware is the dude. Like, he's coached everywhere. He knows his stuff. There's a couple people I don't want, and I'm very vocal about that. If you've ever wronged me or wronged the area, I don't want you. I'm very vocal about that. But I think I think what you – when something like this happens, if you overreact, you add, you add validity to it. But more importantly, if you didn't want Saquon Barkley questioned about being trade bait, you'd, you'd have won more than one game. And when you had the opportunity to sign him to a long-term deal, you would have. The fact that you franchise tagged him, one-year deal, you've already told him he, he's on borrowed time, whether he is or isn't, but you said that out loud with, with your actions, and you're a one-in-five team. How do you get better? I can't tell if this is a good or bad comparison. I really can't with this next comparison I'm going to do. Chris McCaffrey in Carolina. So Chris McCaffrey got the contract, though, from Carolina. Mm-hmm. So Carolina basically looked at McCaffrey and said, all right, we already paid you. You're one of the best offensive players in the NFL. We're not going to win for a while. Let's go get a bunch of picks. We're just going to blow this thing up. But they said, we're going to trade with the Niners, who are also unbelievable, so our picks are lower. No, 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 we'll figure it out. Just trade McCaffrey. We don't want to pay him anymore. As of this moment, it hasn't worked. The idea out loud probably sounded great to somebody in Carolina, but you gave up Chris McCaffrey. Still with injuries. I know he's injured right now, but it just hasn't worked. So that's why you had to restart. Yeah. So, so. I, I think the difference between what, what Carolina did and where the Giants are is 
Carolina went one more time. Hey, we're all in. We're going to win. And it, and and probably somewhere behind the scenes, somebody looked over and went. And by the way, if we don't win fast, all of this is gone. And they didn't win. And San Fran called. And everybody looked around and went, we could have more potential future players and not pay this. Or we could keep paying this knowing we're going to lose any damn way. Uh, hmm. Who's, who's for saving money? <laughs> ah! Is it, so, that, is it New York really the Carolina point right now? Like, maybe that's hard for me to believe that the Carolina Panthers of recent times, that's where the Giants are heading. Because the Giants were a playoff team last season. That won a game, and now all of a sudden, a year, not even a year later, they're like, we got to trade Saquon. You've maybe cracked the code already. Guys, if they wanted Saquon Barkley that bad, they would have paid him. Well, and look, their their plan could very well be to franchise tag one more or, or do a two- to three-year deal after this year's – that could be the plan. But by doing the franchise tag and having that ugly negotiation leading up to it and then not even putting in – right, and this, for me, this is – I blame Saquon's agent for this one – to not have it set up where you can't franchise tag him again because now when I trade for him, I can trade for him and franchise tag him because there's nothing in writing that says I can't. If I trade for him and that's in writing, well, I can't do it. It's part of the contract that comes over. So, but by doing it the way you did it, you've you, he's year to year. He that's what he is, and you suck. So, like, I mean, come on. Let me throw a wild scenario at you because this is where I struggled with whether or not this was a good comparison or not for Carolina. What if New York gave him a contract? Like, what if New York actually paid him and said, "Okay, Saquon, we're gonna pay you. We're gonna give you the contract that you want right now." Mm-hmm. Let's say the Giants go off, they win a big game. Saquon goes crazy, 175 yards, three touchdowns. He has a statement. He has the best game of his career. And the New York Giants sit down and say, okay, Saquon, you've done everything we've asked. Here's a four-year contract. Let's just whatever the best running back deal is, okay? We know where this is going. Saquon gets paid, and then this offseason, that's when they trade him. Because they did that with Odell. Like, they yeah. gave Odell the money. They did it with McCaffrey. That's a weird way to play that out of, no, 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 we'll give you the money. But we're going to dump the money quick because why did you do it? Well, you thought maybe a team would have given him more. The team likes that contract. Does that make any sense that they actually pay Saquon? Because here's the thing, Lebeck, like it actually makes the trade more intriguing because let's say we'll use Tampa. Let's say Tampa's finally figured out they don't have a running back, but they're in contention for a division championship and Tampa calls and they offer a good deal for New York. Mm-hmm. I, if, if the Bucks call me, I would advise them not to take the deal because what are you going to get Saquon Barkley for? Six games? Eight games that he hits free agency? You would hope that he'd be well, under contract and make that team yeah. better for years to come. So you wouldn't give – because what was it? It was uh, – I'm looking it up right now. Uh, 2023 second-round pick, third-round pick, fourth-round pick, 2024 fifth-round pick. All for McCaffrey? That was for McCaffrey. Ooh, Carolina, again, what are you guys doing over there? Well, <laughs> but again, then you knew that, to your point, I've got Christian McCaffrey – locked up he's he, i've got him under contract he's happy with his contract i don't have to negotiate it i've got a quarterback who's a rookie i'm not paying him under a million a year this is perfect for us now six eight games whatever it is the rental that you would get with with saquon you know are we talking about a fourth and a fifth are we talking about a a fifth and a condition a, a conditional that could be a third if he does whatever sure but it's not going to be this haul which, by the way, this hall has turned into tight end Brendan Strange, tight end Darnell Washington, edge rusher Nick Herbig, 
and uh, we're waiting to see who next year's pick will be for Christian McCaffrey. But it, it all depends on the offer. Like now, honestly, if if you play this right, you're kind of looking around. Joe Shane's looking around, going, "No, we're not gonna we're not gonna call around." But if somebody calls us and offers us four draft picks for for Saquon, three draft picks, a good something we need for Saquon, because I don't know if you've noticed. Even though we've drafted a lot of offensive line, it worked out very well. Like there's, there's got to be a price out there that you would move the guy for, and I bet you there's somebody who would take him. Tampa, Tampa would take him. <laughs> Maybe uh, not. But Jackson. see, remember, Tampa's in a weird spot too because I think the difference between where Carolina was and where the Giants are is I, I believe the Giants have found the right head coach. Um, do they have the right quarterback? Don't know. I, I don't. I don't know. I, I'd like to say yes. Uh, Tampa, do you like do you like your head coach? Do you like your quarterback? Are you are you a are you an offensive weapon like Saquon Barkley away from from winning the South and making a run in the playoffs? I don't. See, I'd like I'd like to right? think that I'd like to say yes. So. San Fran was. I mean, like what like Cleveland? Like I know Ford's playing well, but you like hey instead of Chubb, I got Saquon. Like whatever it's. You know, if the do the Eagles look at it and go, we like Swift, but what about a little Swift and and you know, obviously I'm not gonna trade with the Eagles, but you know, there's there's play there's teams out there that are probably an offensive weapon away. Boy, Giants fans have a lot to think about now. How differently this season could look if Saquon Barkley is no longer in the blue heading forward blue. for the rest of his career, man. That's tough. But and, and the sad part is and it's kind of like, um, you know, when you were talking about trading people and stuff, you can't, there, there has to be a point where you put away emotion. You know, you, there has to be that point. I mean, that's, that's why New England was good for so long. That's, you know, that's get rid of a guy. Uh, uh, you know, Bill Walsh is the one who started it in San Francisco. I'd rather trade you a year early than a year late. I'd rather give up one good year than be stuck with you for a bad two or three. So, that's the kind of stuff you got to do to sustain your 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 dynasties or, or build one. So, I I love Barkley, but again, he's he's rarely healthy, and if you don't have the pieces you need, somebody calls up and offers you God, a third round pick, a second round, a third, a conditional that like, could be a second if he goes and he balls out, which I think is a big price. I don't think you would get it, but yeah, you got to at least look at it at that point. Like, where's realistically, where are we? I do like that San Francisco has followed the Rams move and who cares about draft picks? I gave all that stuff to Carolina. Levac just some of those guys still are very early in their careers. And like you said, one hasn't even been used yet. Right. But I I love it. You know me. Right. The over evaluation well, of a draft pick in the NFL. Some I, teams that are winning are finding ways to do it in opposite ways. Yeah. I do I do feel part of that is too that like you, Kyle Shanahan gets gets misty. When he talks about what Christian McCaffrey brings to that offense, I think Kyle Shanahan saw Christian McCaffrey and went, "What do we have to do? Like, what what do we have? Because that that's the piece of the offense I don't have yet. Like, that's um, you know when when he had that Atlanta offense where everybody everything was was monster and everything like great. Like, before McCaffrey got there, was they had I think Mostert had been there. I think uh, uh, Elijah Mitchell. They they had like five or six running backs a year <laughs> now McCaffrey's there and that's that's you know, Debo and McCaffrey are basically your running backs with Elijah Mitchell popping in now now McCaffrey's hurt I'm just I'm trying to see what team imagine Jacksonville with Barkley and ATN 
Imagine Miami with Barkley. They don't need him. They don't, but imagine Buffalo with Barkley. Woo! Wait a minute. Isn't that where Joe Shane's from? Buffalo? Huh? Buffalo does need him. If he was in Buffalo, they they would they would jump up my charts. Like, jump up my charts. Earlier and they're the, already pretty high. Earlier this hour, we both picked Jacksonville as a better team because they beat Buffalo. Mm-hmm. We both thought Kansas City was better. Uh, Miami did lose to Buffalo. But if you're a Bills fan, that's a real consideration. How are we going to beat some of these teams in the postseason? Can it always, always be Josh Allen? Mm-hmm. I want to just at least pick up the phone and see what's up. But, I mean, if you're the, if you're the Giants, to your point, guys, you want to find that team that thinks they're a piece away, and they're not. Because that way it's still a high draft pick. No doubt. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Man, that's it, it is like if I if I was a Giants fan, this this conversation would hurt my heart. But seeing as how I'm just a football fan, I'm just like, where's he fit? He looked really good in silver and black with Jacobs. That'd be a good two two back set. Too bad McDaniels would ruin it. Um, you know what's never ruined for me anymore? A great night's sleep. That's not Aww. true, but when I do get a great night's sleep, it's even better. Um I've I've uh, I've I've so many weird issues at my house right now. So many weird issues. Uh, one of which a sick cat who has decided that she is going to uh, pee in my hamper. Ooh. Yeah, so that happened. So the reason I share that story with you is imagine dealing with that exhausted. Imagine dealing with that when you are your, your sleepless nights are not only sleepless, but when you do start to pass out, you have sleep apnea. So you, uh, you are even worse off than if you had just stayed up and worked through whatever. I'm able to handle these things with a level and calm head because I called the Integrative Sleep Center in Balsa Spa with Dr. Fred Dreher, 518-885-6185. It's amazing what a foundation for your life a great night's sleep is. If you are able to sleep, you recover, you you de-stress, everything gets a little better, a little easier to deal with. And me personally, I was a wreck. As Lorianne likes to remind me, I was physically gray the first time I walked into their office. Don't be gray. Don't have sleep apnea. Don't wonder if you have sleep apnea. Call 518-885-6185. Do the test. Do the whole nine and find out if this mouthpiece that has been great for me will work for you. 518-885-6185. The Integrative Sleep Center in Balsa Spa with Dr. Fred Dreer. They're helping me sleep better. They're going to help you sleep better too. We're going abroad for the first time in 980.com. WOFX Troy, WGYFMHD2 Albany, W240EC Albany, Fox Sports 980 and 95.9 FM. It's time for the top four at four with Levac and Gaz. Yeah. Time for the four biggest stories in the world of sports brought to you by Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. Gaz, what is story number four? Uh, let's go local here. A lot of great local events going on. Levac, you're going to be a part of the game over at Casey Stadium, right? Bob Ford Field. The Great Danes are back home in the Capital Region. The Great Danes have a home game coming up. Also, if you're a fan of Division Three football, we got Union and Hobart in Schenectady. Noon kick. Get ready for that matchup between those rivals. Let's focus as much as I'd like to on my alma mater coming to Schenectady on the Great Danes. You've hinted at this. A swan song, dare I say, for yeah. your poor gesturing. Yeah, <laughs> I like thinking it is uh, on-field hype. Oh, um, yeah. Well, I was talking to uh, Griff over there, who who runs runs the show, and he's amazing. I love everybody over there. You know, Coach Catuso is one of my absolutely favorite people. Um, I just I find myself needing a day, and um, probably not going to get that, especially because like we have the Skanky Christmas Parade, you got the Polar Plunge, you got 
stuff. I have four things that I was asked to do tomorrow for the Albany Firebirds. And I said, I can't. I have to go do UAlbany. I promised I'll be there. And they all looked at me like I had six heads. And I said, uh, Griff, I think this is going to be my last one. So he then went, completely understand, appreciate you hanging tough and doing one for me. He goes, I'm all about game to game. He goes, but uh, if we get where I want to be this year, I might need to drag you back in. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I'll dust off those old jester shoes if I have to. <laughs> Here's how I hope this Saturday goes. I hope the statesmen take down the Garnet Chargers in Schenectady. And I hope the Great Danes win. And then when the win is finally all said and done, Levac goes off the field like Namath at the Orange Bowl. You know, that great, <laughs> that famous there scene, there goes Levac yeah. off the field. Uh, yeah, I, I just, I mean, the team is so good, too. I don't want to. I want whoever's out there to do a good job, and I don't want it to be me screwing up. So, you know, they're just so freaking good. We'll move away from the local college football towards the FBS college football. Games of note here for story number three in the top four. For Penn State, Ohio State, that's the big noon kickoff battle between top ten teams. Game is in Columbus. Should be a fantastic game there. Keep your eye on Oklahoma, UCF, and Air Force, Navy. Also some noon kicks. That's a little hint for What's coming on later in the show? By the way, we've got a college football game of the week here on Fox Sports 95, 9 and 980. We've got Tennessee and Alabama for you. 3 o'clock pregame, 3.30 kickoff set for that game in Tuscaloosa as the Crimson Tide hosts the Volunteers. It's a fun game. Should be really good. And Duke, Florida State a little later on. Utah, USC. Michael Penix, the 10.30 kick if you want to watch. He's got a lot of energy. Another solid weekend of games. Levesque, some good action on the West Coast, but it feels like the noon window, especially with Ohio State, Penn State, we could potentially be talking about one of those two teams as top two, top three team um, in the country if a big victory happens on either side. Well, I mean, obviously with all the distractions going on in Michigan, it's going to be interesting to see how that that plays out this week. They just suspended the uh, the, the, the guy. He looks like he's 18. The guy who, used, who went to the Naval Academy, who's who's allegedly the center of the sign-stealing craziness which is always funny to me that all these people are reaching out to me oh michigan broke rules still signs i'm like you know there's no rule against stealing signs right it's just literally <laughs> don't be lazy um it may you know we'll wait and see how that all, that all pans out but uh tennessee bama i hear a lot of people are thinking if bama can start getting some traction they could be right back in this championship picture so tennessee if you could go ahead and keep that from happening i would enjoy that because i'm sick of bama that'd be great um i heard you're voting for Penix for Heisman. So Who did you? that's, that's uh, I mean, I just, I just said it. So um, how, do I, how do I respond to that? <laughs> I just got, you're kind of in a corner, huh? <laughs> what do you do? I'm just going to say this about what's coming up this weekend, Volley Penn State, Ohio State. This feels like it should be the game for Marvin Harrison Jr. on the national stage. I know Ohio State's obviously a national brand, but this feels like one of those games where the Fox crew, they did this with Chase Young a few years ago where they're going to find somebody on that field who's the best player. Gus Johnson's going to be screaming his head off, and it might be about Marvin Harrison Jr. and how good that Ohio State offense could look. Caleb Williams, everyone wants to act like he's the worst quarterback ever now. I think he's going to have a really good game against Utah, which is a tough opponent. Don't sleep on Duke. Duke's good. Notre Dame, that was a tough back-and-forth matchup. Florida State's one of the best matchups in the ACC. Florida State's going to hurt him, though. Back to your Alabama-Tennessee point. I do think Florida State's going to win as well and play really good defense. I don't think anybody can guard Keon Coleman. Alabama-Tennessee, what a compliment it is for the Crimson Tide that people are asking, what happened to Alabama? What's going on in Tuscaloosa? 
They lost one game. They're winning. Yeah. They're winning games, yeah. but people they're not winning by three or four touchdowns. People are concerned. They weren't they weren't their finished product to start the year. I think that's what's got everybody freaked out. But again, it's if they start winning even more or they start looking dominant against bigger programs, they're gonna be right. They're gonna be right there. It's gonna be right there. And nobody's gonna next thing you know, we're back to Bama in the playoffs. Uh, let's move on here to story number two, a packed weekend of week seven NFL football action. You can get all the previews you want, the wagers, the fantasy football tips and more throughout this show. We're going to give you some picks, but also live from Rivers Casino and Resort, 11 to 1. Stop by, enjoy the show. Some games of note this weekend, the New York teams, the Giants take on the Commanders. That's a one o'clock kick. The Bills and the Patriots, a one o'clock kick. The Jets will be sitting on their couch. They have a bye this yeah, week. Six teams on bye this week. We've got a doubleheader here also on OFX, Woo! Fox Sports 95, 9 and 980. Browns and Colts is our 1 o'clock game, I like that followed game. by Packers and Broncos. You'll hear more about that coming up later well, in this hour. And, and it's it's a tough week for picks because there aren't as many games. But the the Browns-Colts is very intriguing because you get the, you get the, the home dog division, all that stuff. You know, will Watson play, or you know, did they have to get a new massage table? What what enticed him to actually no. start going back to practice? Um, that that game is intriguing. I, I hope the the Browns lose. Most Cleveland fans are, are, are ridiculous and don't brush their teeth. Um, and then the Green Bay Packers are allegedly super ticked off about the way they lost to the Raiders. So that could be a fun game. They might they may slap around the Broncos. A few things there. First of all, yeah. are you insulting the phenomenal one, AJ Pinkowski, with that subliminal Browns reference? Is that a shot at our guy Andy Gelcher about not brushing teeth? Oh no, Andy Gelcher is a, is, a, is a fine fine human. He's the exception to the rule. Um, the other person, if you if you linked those things together, a filthy Browns Ohio State fan, I mean that's that's obviously where you took it. I clearly meant it that way, but you picked it up, which means it's just as bad. If there was a transcript of today's show, I'd like to go back a few sentences ago because how you phrase something is you said it's a tough week for picks, and I believe it would be spelled P-I-C-K-S, mm-hmm. not P-Y-X. Oh, it's always a tough week for those guys. Well, I, I thought that because C4 that's, Smart Energy Challenge. that's our sister station. We're competing against them, but also they're airing the Giants game. <laughs> the Giants competing. The Giants take on the Commanders, and I thought that was a hint of maybe the Commanders are just flat out better than the Giants, and this could be a matchup as an in-division foe with all the injuries Big Blue has had to face. Well, or it's, you know, Saquon's chance to showcase himself and get traded out of New York. A lot of storylines in that game for sure. As for Buffalo, New England, Bills fans, you just like sigh. Like, ah, it's so much better without Tom Brady playing for the Patriots. Tom Brady's stats against Buffalo are all-time great. Any single athlete in a team sport against another franchise, Brady's stats against Buffalo are hilarious. Maybe not for Bills fans, but I mean. So there you go, Bills fans. Tom Brady is not the quarterback. You get to face Mac. He can't hurt you anymore. Look at him. It's Macaroni Jones. <laughs> he is garbage. He is straight garbage. It's like he's the exception. We're like we're like uh, C.J. Stroud is the one Ohio State quarterback that's good in the pros. Mac Jones is the one dude who went to Bama, which is no good. We had that moment yesterday where my three-year-old Rex came back from school and he made something in arts and crafts, uh-huh. and it was so bad. Oh, come like, on. We got to the point where Jordan hit it, and she goes, what do you think of this? She got artistic skills from you. Like, the eye was over here, thing was over there. I'm just like, this is so bad. Wow. But it was Macaroni Jones-like is what I was going to say. <laughs> you know, you have the macaroni things you do as a kid. That's <laughs> Macaroni Jones' quarterbacking right now. It's abstract, okay? It could be worth a lot of money. 
Story number one. It's the ALCS. It's the NLCS. It's baseball. It's the postseason, and it gets underway tonight again for more games in this series. Game five, Rangers, Astros, 507 Eastern first pitch, followed by the Phillies and the Diamondbacks, 807. Let's hope for some more drama. We let off the show talking about these games. We actually got some good baseball. If you missed it earlier, a little spoiler alert. We both think Arizona's still done, and Houston's mashing the ball. Give me Philly. Oh, boy. I really – I think – no, no, no. Texas. Texas. Texas is the pick. I'm going to in-game that one, though. <laughs> you can see my hesitation. I know I told you the series was it. over. We can hear it. Rangers and Phillies, but that might be a slow-to-go in-game play for me on that one. I um, I did them to, both to advance uh, before the World Series started, and I was just like – now I'm just like, eh, eh, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. No, it, it's it, – it, it's, it's good, though, because I was having trouble caring about baseball because the Yankees were just so bad. The Mets were in such turmoil. And, like, the, the baseball story, even the Red Sox were bad. Like, there was no reason to care about baseball. I didn't even have the teams I hated. Well, luckily, the Astros were like, hey, forget about us. You hate us. And then I can root for Jordan Montgomery tonight, and the Phillies are fun to watch. So it's the yeah, MLB postseason magic has, has won me back over, and I'm very happy about that. Uh, speaking of winning me over, you can do it very easily. Put a bow tie in front of a pickup truck. I'm going to love it. That's what's up. It is truck month at Mohawk Chevrolet right there off exit 12, Boston Spa. Travis Horn, the GM, um, was talking about him yesterday. What a great guy he is. What a great job he does. And uh, I will tell you right now, he's probably the only person alive who can explain to you all the incentives they have this month to help you upgrade into a 2023 Chevy Silverado. It's I, like I, it's. It's laundry list. It's so big. It's one of those ones that's like, like here's a list of everybody Jeff hates, and it rolls out and it goes down the road. That's the incentives this month for Truck Month at Mohawk <laughs> Chevrolet right there. Amazing selection. Um, I will tell you that a lot of places don't have as nearly as many vehicles available for you as Mohawk Chevrolet does. So make sure you get to Mohawk Chevy. And, of course, don't forget that Sunday, October 29th, 11 to 1 at Honda, 11 to 2 at Chevy, it is trunk or treat. Fun, free, safe, and secure environment for kids to trick or treat. Good times and another example how the Harridan family is always giving back to the community. So make sure you uh, you find new rows over to Mohawk Chevrolet where they always go out of their way to please you. Whoa, oh, fantasy versus reality. Guys, you're doing really well, aren't you? I actually am, but maybe well is a relative term I'm about to find out. Oh, well, I'm doing great, and I'm going to keep it going right here next on Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. Hi, I'm Henry Winkler. My eyes are very important to me. My eyes connect me with things I love. I loved my late father-in-law dearly. He always lit up a room, but his vision dimmed with age. He had age-related macular degeneration, or AMD. And since partnering with Apellis, I've learned there's an advanced form of the disease called geographic atrophy, or GA. His struggle with vision loss made me want to help others know about GA's warning signs. For some, straight lines seem wavy, like when looking at a doorframe. For others, blurry or missing spots can make it hard to read or see loved ones' faces. Many have trouble seeing in low light, making driving at night difficult. GA gets worse over time and cannot be reversed. If you've been diagnosed with AMD and notice vision changes, don't wait. Talk to your eye doctor about GA today. Learn more at gawontwait.com. That's gawontwait.com. The iHeartRadio app and the NFL right in your pocket. 
the home of the NFL Podcast Network, covering all 32 NFL teams, plus all the expert advice to win your fantasy league. And, of course, live NFL games. Touchdown! Download the free iHeartRadio app today. Free never sounded so good. Paid actor portrayal. I didn't see it coming. Life can be so unpredictable. After uh, It's time for fantasy. Woo! Every year I set Every this league year! up. Every year, and I never win. This was the year! Oh, oh I want to line up. Story is stupid, stupid, stupid. Versus reality. Baby, we done it. We're rich, rich baby. baby. Break out the red panties. We're rich, baby. With LeVac and Gods. Time for Fantasy versus Reality. It's brought to you by Hooters. Uh, 70 Wolf Road in Colony. A great football drink specials during the games. You can get drafts of a Miller Lite or Bud Light for $3.99. And drafts of Sam Adams and Sammy Seasonal, a.k.a. Oktoberfest, for $4.99. Uh, I just, uh, you know, I just did a little thing last week, guys. This went... <laughs> Three and oh, baby! Two weeks in a row. That's six in a row. Uh, uh, winners putting me at 13 and five on the Woo! season. How'd you do? I went oh, one and two. <laughs> so both two of seven, my... eight, and three is your due total, by the way. Yeah, two of my totals uh, hit last week. They went over, but the rule is it has to be over a point either way. They did not go over a point. Those are two ties. So mm. I thought I was doing well over the course of the last month, going six, three, and three. Which is 67% winning. Not as good as LeVac, who's at 73% on the season. Yeah. Which is unbelievable. Kind of good. It's kind of good. I, I'm i sorry. Let me do it. Is that good? <laughs> uh, do you want to go first or second? Uh, I would like to go first. There first. you go. All right, I would like good. to go first. Because Doesn't there's a, matter what you want. A lot of hype this week for you, LeVac. A lot of yeah. social media posts about your hot streak. All right, let's get into it. Uh, if you don't know this is your first time. We're going to try to hit the number over. We're getting half-point PPR projections from Yahoo. Yahoo half-point PPR leagues. My goal is to go over the number being projected at this moment right now. Quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. We're leading off with Geno Smith. (laughs) Now, look, some weeks you get Patrick Mahomes as a good number, or A.J. Brown, or C.D. Lamb. Other weeks you're going to find out are like this. So, Geno Smith is the number 1695 against the Arizona Cardinals. Are the Seahawks going to be the most popular survivor play in Week 7? Yeah. Is it a divisional game? Yeah. Yeah. Am I taking Seattle as one of my favorite plays of the week and in Survivor this week, trusting that Geno Smith can get it done for me? Yeah. That is the case. Geno Smith's actually been okay so far this season. I know it's not surprising people as much as 2022, but three of the last five games, Geno Smith has thrown for over 290 yards. The Cardinals' defense... Fifth most fantasy football points allowed to quarterbacks this season. Almost 20 fantasy football points per game allowed by the Cardinals. I got 16.95. I'm not touching rounding it up. That almost cost me. (laughs) I'm sitting right there. I'm taking the tenth of a point. Geno Smith's ranked seventh in quarterback rankings. Again, let me say that again. Somebody thinks Geno Smith's going to be a top seven quarterback this week. Smells a little weird to me. I'm going to play the over with Geno Smith and his number against Arizona. All right, my first game, I'm looking at the Detroit Lions heading to the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens on Bat Rivers right now is a three-point favorite for the Ravens. 43 is the total. So the Detroit Lions, let me get this straight, you're America's sweetheart right now with Man Campbell leading them to a share of the NFL's best record. Meanwhile, conversely, the Baltimore Ravens, are they're kind of like bullies. Nobody really likes them unless you really like them. People secretly rooting against them and love that even though they're 4-2, and two, they look a bit off. They don't look as good as they have looked in the past. Uh, Lamar Jackson looks like he's trying to figure out this passing game more than just running for big yards. 
So with all that going on, knowing the public loves the Lions, I really thought this would be closer to like a pick 'em. You know, maybe maybe the Ravens laying a like, you know a point or two, but the, they're, they're they're laying three. It, it, I mean, it, it opened at two in a lot of books, two and a half, and it's been bet up to three. Something don't smell right in the state of of Maryland. Okay, I'm telling you right now. I think the Ravens are going to fly high in Baltimore, hand the Lions their second loss of this young season. Give me those dirty birds, those those Ravens, Edgar Allen and Poe. Those are the name of the mascots, by the way. I'm going to take the Ravens and lay the three points as my first play of fantasy versus reality. I have so much to say about that game. I have a ton of takes on that game. I'm saving all that for Sunday. Ooh, that's called uh, a tease. That's a tease. I have so much to say about that game. Tease. But I'm going to move on. To my running back play here. Levac, do you know about the place that some may call mm, Beard High School? Have you heard of that? Beard High School? No, no. Bend High School. I think I said Bend? Beard. You Bend. said Beard. Bend High School? Is that over? <laughs> Never mind. I'll get to that later. I'm going to screw that up. Oh. Levac, how about these running backs right here? Okay. You know these names? Adrian Peterson. Heard of him. Donnell Pumphrey. Yes. Ron Dane. Oh. Danny Woodhead. Yeah, little guy. Nate Kemick. Not really sure who that is. Well, those are the all-time leading rushers per division in college football history. Okay. I knew all those. I was I fishing. I was fishing to do that earlier this week. I know. You've been saying, you've been waiting for me to ask that. And I, was, I wasn't going to. <laughs> I was so excited about my other joke from the previous position. I want to do that one there. But none. Punishment for Just you. remember Ben High School. That stupid thing is coming later. Okay. Jaleel McLaughlin is the other name that I didn't mention. Jaheel. There's nailing this right here. I'm not editing any of this out. Jaleel McLaughlin. 6.1 is the number. Javante Williams is back. Samaje P. Ryan is injured. Give me the all-time leading rusher in the history of college football. He did it at two different divisions. D2, FCS, 1AA. He's at a 17.9 game for the Denver Broncos, a 16.4 game for the Denver Broncos. He's a top 25 back. And how about this? The Green Bay Packers have allowed the fifth most fantasy football points to running backs this season. Oh, and by the way, in that Packer-Bronco game, you can hear it right here as a part of our doubleheader this week on Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. Man, I butchered that entire thing. It's going to make a lot more sense when I do my next position. Position? Okay. All right. So, Los Angeles Chargers at Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs five and a half. Let me actually let me look at the most recent line. I don't want to. I don't want to steer anyone wrong. I'm, I'm very. I'm all about integrity. Uh, five and a half point favorite with a total of 48 right now. It was 47 and a half just an hour ago. Um, here's the thing. There's times when my theories kind of counteract each other. Like the Chiefs don't look to blow out other teams as one. Uh, my other is the Chargers are freaking awful. Uh, so so. I would clearly want to fade the overrated Chiefs with a five and a half point favorite. I, I probably would want to take them and, you know, look at them as more of a field goal win. I, I actually think the Chiefs should be favored like 13 and a half points. But here's the deal. Staley and LA's best kept secret is that they just stink out loud. It's not really that that just there and nobody knows they're there. They still think they're in San Diego. That's the best kept secret about the Chargers. This is like an inspiration from the heavens. There's a little piece of news that's come out that's inspired me to believe in the Chiefs. 
So Patrick Mahomes is the king of bundling, right? We've seen it. We've seen it on TV for years now. Bundle your home and auto. Uh, you know, save the nuggies from your coach. We, we've seen this from him. He's now not only bundling Mahomes and Mahato, he's bundling, throwing, and kicking. Mahomes is the Chiefs' emergency punter. If their punter can't go in this game, he's going to have to kick. That's right. What doesn't this dude do? Besides speak and not sound like Kermit the Frog. So here's the dude. He, he's, <laughs> he's, he's doing it all, including the cover. Give me the Chiefs. I'll lay the five and a half points. And another thing, this is not a pick. Don't be scared to bet this over. Don't be scared to bet this over. Forget what you've heard. If you want the over in this game, have at it. But Chiefs minus five and a half is my second play. Patrick Mahomes, Kermit the Frog. Chiefs are good. Go Chiefs go. Someday we'll find it. The Rainbow Connection. Hey, Levesque, do you know where Bend High School is? No. Where's Bend High School? Bend High School is in Oregon, <laughs> which is what? What happened? I just, I, I'm still waiting for the okay. payoff. Bend High School is in Oregon, Levesque. Oh. That is the high school of your former Siena Saints lacrosse star, Jake Marcus. Oh, that means nothing for this. Who is an iHeartMedia <laughs> rep. If you want to do marketing, Jake Marcus is your rep. It's also the same high school as Green Bay Packer tight end Luke Musgrave. Oh. Luke Musgrave is from Bend High School in Oregon. Do you know what they're called? The nickname for the Bend High School in Oregon? They're called the Lava Bears. Oh, la- what? The Lava Bears, which I believe is the only Lava Bear nickname in all of the United States of America. That's what I call when I eat too much spicy food. Oh, I got a case of the Lava Bears. So here's what I've decided to do this week. I've taken Geno Smith, a Division II running back, and a former lacrosse player from Oregon for my picks this week. <laughs> was Musgrave a lacrosse player too? He was a lacrosse player before he transferred to Oregon State, oh. where he's now in the NFL. He's a football player at Oregon State. He's playing for the Green Bay Packers. The Denver Broncos have allowed the most fantasy football points to tight ends this season. By the way, that number's 13.7. Are you kidding me? That's outrageous. Outrageous. Musgrave has got 23 targets over the last five games. That's pretty good. This is his moment. 6.3 is the number. Do it for the Lava Bears. Do it for Jake Marcus. Do it for my botchery of earlier. Thank you, Luke Musgrave. 6.3 is the number. Take him. Hey, guys, you know where Bend High School is? It's in Oregon, LeVac. Oh, it's got nothing to do with what I'm talking about. All right, so my third game, I'm going to the city of brotherly shove. The Miami Dolphins going to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. Eagles, two-and-a-half-point favorite. 51-and-a-half points is the total. Again, I'm going to look real quick and just make sure that hasn't changed because I'm a man of honor. I'm a man of respect, and I know where Bend High School is. It's in Oregon, so I would never just go out there and say these things. 51 flat now. 51 flat. Okay, so here's the deal. Stop me if you've heard this before, guys. Unders are on a tear in the NFL so far this year. Like, like every game is going. Like, only two games went over last week. I don't know if you knew that. I did not know that. So, of course, you see a total in the 50s, and you got to take the under, right? Wrong. Uh-uh. Nine. No way. No how. The Eagles are banged up. And even when they're healthy, their secondary is pretty much water weak. The Dolphins could run up the score on the 86 Bears, on the 2,000 Ravens. They could Ooh. do it. They could They could run up the score on Bend High School. That's how good the Dolphins The Lava offense Bears? Is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't want to mess with this Dolphins offense. So uh, you're throwing a little, like, sibling rivalry Bama style in this thing, too. Little Jalen Hurts versus Tua Tagovailoa. Who? Anything you can do, I can do better. I shouldn't have been benched for you. Yes, you should. No, I shouldn't. 
and I think you got a recipe for 60-plus points. So let me talk to you. What everybody's saying, take the over. Yeah. This is over 51, over 51 and a half. This game is going to be in the 60s. That's that's that for me in fantasy versus reality. I'll quickly recap mine. Geno Smith against Arizona, 16.95. Jaleel McLaughlin running back for the Denver Broncos. He's going to have a good game against Green Bay. And my tight end, Luke Musgrave, is the play there. 6.1 for McLaughlin, 6.3 for Musgrave. And recapping my winners. Ravens minus three over the the sweethearts of the United States of America, Detroit Lions. I got the Chiefs minus five and a half because the Chiefs are good and the Chargers are not. And then an over. That's right. Somebody's betting over. Over 51 points, Miami versus Philadelphia. And I'm also taking the Bend Lava Bears to beat whoever they're playing this weekend because now I know they exist. Let's tell you about our friends over at C4 Energy. The C4 Smart Energy Bankroll Challenge continues to roll on. Also, one quick shout-out to Awards by Walsh, who just hooked us up with the trophy. The trophy's here, I saw it. Here's what I don't like about the trophy, right? A beautiful football trophy, taller than the horse racing trophy that Cantera won, as it should be for the C4 Smart Energy Challenge. It's it's in my cubicle. Like, don't – I know I'm going to win it, but you don't touch the trophy in advance. It can't be in my cubicle, okay? Someone needs to remove it from my cubicle. Guys, you have no chance of winning it. You move it. I touched it today. You touched the I trophy? Did. I did. Woo! One less I got to worry about. See, here's the deal. You get yourself a little C4 smart energy, ultimate energy. That's what I'm on right now. I don't know if you can tell. Big day today, flying high, ready to go. Needed the energy. Here I am. C4 smart energy. What, Speedway? Ultimate energy. 300 milligrams of caffeine. Look at me run. Look at me go. I am flawless. I didn't even know where Bend High School was. I do now. I had an Arctic snow cone this morning. Get your oh, weekend yeah. started right. Get some C4 into your system. Get all those chores you need to get done. Enjoy the football action and more. Get some wagers won as well. Thanks to our friends over at C4. Play of the day coming up next right here. Levac Goss, Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 and 980. This Friday football show is far from over. We have still a lot to talk about. But before we get into all that, let's tell you about Lillian David Fine Jewelers. Guys, make it a part of your weekend to stop over to the shops of Wilton with her or maybe buy that gift for her. Maybe your favorite football team's on a buy. Maybe they played on Thursday. Whatever the case may be, maybe you've got some time on your schedule. This is why you what? need Alyssa. This is why you personally, I'm glad you have Alyssa. I was just about to say, like, but if I don't bring her, guys, how do I know what's what a woman would like? And, and Alyssa and the crew would help you. But you literally, you would space gift buying around your team being on a buy. Is Syracuse on a buy this week? Oh, is it that easy? Is, just, is that easy to sniff it out? I'm just really? saying. Like, you... You know, you know. Listen, let, let a guy who's not great at relationships help you through this one a little bit. Regardless of the game, you may have to skip a little bit of one game, and then and then it will mean even more to her that you went to Lillian David Fine Jewelers. Whatever your strategy is, whatever it is, <laughs> Alyssa will help you find what she's looking for. Alyssa's like the best teammate to have, by the way. Yeah, I would run through a wall Coach. for Alyssa. Coach Alyssa, that's Coach right. A. I would run through a brick wall for Alyssa. And guess what? Your wife. Your fiance, your girlfriend won't put you through one because of her. <laughs> I was gonna say she wants a man on her side who would do that for her, but either one's fine. Engagement rings, wedding bands, more. It's a family-owned and operated business. People that you want to continue to go back for to celebrate those great moments in your life. They did it for me. Now they can do it for you. Alyssa, Tammy, David G, everybody over there, and especially Coach Alyssa. I like that. Yeah. Willie and David Fine, Julius, the shops of when you stop in, tell me you heard about my story, Gaza's story. And LeVac's coaching advice from Fox Sports 95. Those who, those who can't do, teach. 
Yeah, let's go. <laughs> it's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. Oh, uh, time for the uh, play of the day brought to you by Mohawk Chevrolet. Uh, play of the day, Mark Chevy. Find your rose in Mark Chevy where they always go out of their way to please you. Yeah, let's just... <laughs> We got. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're gonna do the play of the day. Podcast audience, do not fast forward because we got two big stories we got to cover before we get out of here. Let's start with number one. <laughs> Happened far earlier today. We I'm, shocked. Were, I'm shocked you waited this long to bring this up. We were packed. I'm in, shocked in the River Studio today. Our friends over at 99.5 The River, find it online, the iHeart app. There is a celebrity celebrity. I thought he was doing that unintentionally, but it's called the Celebrity Birthday Game. Right, right. So it's the Celebrity Celebrity Birthday Game. Right. They've asked us to be a part of it, which is very cool well, I mean, with Kevin and Tracy. Very I mean, nice of them. Not? I mean, realistically, how could you not have us be a part of this? Especially me. So the bracket is up. The celebrities are up. We were in there getting introduced to everyone, and then they draw the bracket today. So they had everybody get introduced. They drew the bracket. And sure enough, Look who's facing off in the first round. Levac and Gaz. It's not, not, not together. Versus round it, one. It's almost like they were like, you know what, Jeff? We need you around longer. Let's give you a first round bye. How dare Let's you? Let's give you a bye. You 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 faced off against Gaz once before, and you didn't even need an entire week to beat him. I remember it being a best of five. I know it didn't oh, yeah, win. Best, best of five, yes, but it only took me four. Did I win the last one? That doesn't count. Uh, the series is already well, over. Remember the last one? I, I literally it was a it was a it was the first ever uh, three way in the history of the River Morning Show, the family show. Careful yeah. out there. Well, it's, yeah, one versus one versus one. It's a three way. What? Right. what? What is everybody else saying? So we're facing off in the first <clears throat> round. I believe our show uh, that day when we're going to be asked to be back on is Thursday, October twenty sixth. That's a packed day I'm very for us busy. I'm very because busy. you're going to be on Quinn and Canterra that same morning. I think mm-hmm. that's why they worked it out that way. So they knew I would be here already, so right. they could drag me down the hall. So Thursday, October 26th, that's we're going to be out live that day. We got, by the way, Syracuse plays that day against in Virginia Tech. The Buccaneers play the Bills that day, is, and we're at Mohawk Honda. That day is loaded. So you and I, the celebrity celebrity birthday game first round matchup. Tune in to our sister station, 99.5 The River, that morning, and listen to the results of who wins this matchup. Um. I'm actually considering uh, being here most of the week in the morning now because they made me out to be such a villain, and everyone was so angry with me. <laughs> everyone wanted to, like, fight me. I, it, it was – so I figure um, – They made you out to be the villain. I felt – That's yeah, how you felt I, it? I felt typecast. I felt uh, Julie Chapman, who I've, I've, I don't think I've ever actually been introduced to before from Spectrum News – Hated me from the second I started talking because what she was told. Uh, Dan Bazil and I have hung out a couple times in the past, and I got I got love and respect for Dan because as nice and polished as that dude is on TV, he got some Brooklyn in him. You know what I mean? Like he, <laughs> we're Brooklyn get, at, we're get, Brooklyn at. get real, real quick. And they, the two of them looked at me like they wanted to throw hands this morning. They were, it it felt the, the closest in my life I've ever been to the scene in Anchorman where all the news crews show up and want to fight was this morning. <laughs> And uh, luckily, like I hit, you know, of course, Jack Lampson and I were boys. We go back, you know. He's he looks complete. I haven't seen him in a while. If you told me that he was uh, delivering for FedEx and got lost on a deserted island for years, and they just found him, that's the difference between when I saw him and now. Uh, he is like David Letterman meets anybody who's been on TV that wanted that beard so bad. Yeah, he just he's just chill now. He was always so polished. Now he's just chill. Um, Chris Honorado's another TV guy. I love, I love Honorado, but he's too pretty, too perfect. Can't stand him. 
You know, it's one of those ones like he's just he's just always so polished, always so good. He might have some dad strength going in. He's got a boy coming on the way very soon. Chef Trudell uh, from from um, Hell's Kitchen as well as uh, uh, Basil and Wick, I think it is. Uh, uh, what, a, what a character he was on Hell's good, Kitchen. It wasn't just like dude. a – he was like the show he's in this dude. season. Yeah. He's a good dude. I like him. Uh, Kevin from BurgerFi. Uh, dude, he's awesome. He brought food. I love that. Such good burgers, man. Love burger fry. Yeah. So, like, you know, all these, and I know, who am I not mentioning? Am I not mentioning someone? I don't even know. I think we got everybody. I think so. Or at least we're close. Because, and then, oh, Tracy. Uh, layup, I think is what we're going to call her. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just, it, you know, I, get, I might just hang around all week and torment them, I think. I may just periodically pop up and just give them a hard time. Because, <laughs> again, I just, like, Julie Chapman went from, like, Oh, you seem like a nice man, too. Oh, you're the one? I'm like, oh, whoa, whoa. what was said? <laughs> whoa. What was said, Julie? Huh? Mrs. Chapman? There well, I how gotta, what do I got to say? Here, so that's so. that coming up. Our matchup again, Thursday, October 26th. Tune in to 99.5 The River that morning. I believe it's the 8 o'clock hour. So if you had a longer commute to work, keep them on. And we appreciate it. Make sure you hit all those presets for our wonderful iHeart channels. Let's talk about something that I didn't think we are going to have time for. But luckily, somehow, some way, we've got time for it today. You've been pulling some really good pranks on me since we've Whoa. come here to iHeartMedia. You've had some good pranks <laughs> on me, but I had one that was sitting right over the plate today. And It can't be a prank when you didn't know it was happening. Yes, it can. It doesn't it almost count. I, you didn't give me enough information because I'm in a mass text with you and our pal Boston, Dan. And I hadn't heard from you all day, which I, I got to admit, as a friend and co-host, I was I, gonna, I texted you like because like you and AJ Pankowski are talking smack to me about uh, Michigan. Because he's a big Ohio State. We texted like not too long ago. The truth of the matter is, Gaz texted me randomly looking for a drink. Could you bring me a Gatorade? Or could you bring me a whatever? And like, so I know he's already had a C4. Now he's looking for, he's trying to hydrate. So like, I don't get, I can't answer because I'm busy. And now all of a sudden, Gaz is hitting me in every mass text we're in asking if I'm okay so that everyone will start asking if I'm okay. Because Gaz wants to make sure that if he needs to go get himself a drink, he has time to do so. I was concerned for you. You were concerned for your drink. No, I was. It, on the list of things I was concerned of, you were first. The <laughs> drink was second. <laughs> the drink was second. <laughs> Anyways, how did you respond? You were a bit rude I, with your response. I finally went, I'm in a meeting. Please stop texting. That's all I wrote. What was this big meeting you were a part of? I know Listen, what it is now. I just want you to understand something, that we were on my laptop, so it's myself who, who I don't know if you know this or not, I am the team president of the Albany Firebirds, head coach, general manager of the Albany Firebirds, Damon Ware, and one of the majority owners of the Albany Firebirds, Mike Corda. And we are on a league meeting, an owner and commissioner meeting with the Arena Football League, the AFL, which, which kicks off in 2024 right here in Albany at the MVP Arena. And meanwhile, I am in this meeting, and we are looking at my computer – and bling, 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 bling. Every text message is popping up because I have a Mac now. <laughs> and I'm Googling on my phone, how do I turn off shared text messages between my MacBook and my phone? But I have to do it from the MacBook, so I can't. So meanwhile, like I just can't imagine what it looked like for everybody on the other side of the Zoom call as we're all sitting there and we're eyes front, paying attention to what they're saying, and then everybody's eyes go up the corner like a cat, back down, back up, back down, back up, back down. And, like, at some point, Boston Dan thinks the only way to get someone's attention who's not replying to you is just start saying, like, boobs <laughs> in various spellings. 
So I'm like, so I'm like, guys, please stop. Like, just give me. It's, I, I've been radio silent for an hour, not 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 a day, not not eight hours, an hour. I've been radio silent while I've been learning all the things that are going on with the Arena Football League, and there are big, big things on the way. I'm going to ask about that, but the first question I'm going to say is, what a great prank. Like, can it's you not imagine? a prank. You didn't know you were doing it. But I want to. I wish I was, I was there. I will say this, though. I did appreciate that as soon as I said, please stop texting, you guys did. You, you stopped instantly. So, like, 20 minutes later when I got out of the meeting, I was like, okay, sorry. Was What's going on? If I had known more, I would have sent one more text. I would have probably said something funny. Hey, what are you doing? Who are you in the meeting? You know, just to see it constantly. I would have had to kill you. The only reason that you're still alive today and I did, in fact, bring you your drink is you you guys did stop when I asked you to stop. But again, like, and the worst part is we knew it was going to be close because the meeting was going to wrap. You know, we were hoping the meeting would wrap at like 145, 2 o'clock, but there's a chance it would go to like 2.30. I got to be here by 3. So it ended up wrapping like right at 2, which gave me time to get here. We did some prep and we got everything rolling. But like. Mike, I I know, I always assume that Mike Corda is just trying not to put me out. Like he's always like, "Oh, we're using your computer," but what Mike was saying, I just was too like, "I can do all the things. Don't worry, guy." <laughs> he was going, well, "What if you have to leave? Like, what if this goes long?" <laughs> and the commissioner Lee Hutton of the Arena Football League, the AFL, he's a lawyer. I don't know if you know this. They talk, man. And he's, he explains everything. He's, and he's, he's very captivating when he speaks. Like, he's, he's a great guy to be the commissioner of the league. But, man, he talks. And it was like – and then everybody's asking questions about their specific team and their specific place. And it's just like I'm sitting there going, oh, dear God. Oh, dear, bling. Oh, dear God, please. I don't, I don't care. I don't care about your specific issue. Call me. I'll help you through it. I just don't want to do it now in a group meeting. Well, since – you already are on the commissioner's radar of who's that guy with the constant text messages. Yeah, who's, who's the guy? With, no, who's the guy with the with the facial tick? Is what he probably thinks. He can't see the text message. You couldn't hear him. Oh, darn. Mute. I was muted, but it's just like literally, like like you can see me, guys. It was literally like I'm looking for the. I just kept twitching up, uh, up and to the right, up and to the right. Up and to the right. <laughs> the fans of the office, they remember that episode of the intro where the ball was the old screensaver. Yeah. And it was a square, and they were yeah. trying to perfectly fit it into the corner. Mm-hmm. People thought you were probably watching that yep. instead of the meeting. All right, so I'm going to ask no, you They probably co- thought I was watching, like, they probably thought I had, like, a game on in the background. Like, ooh, score. Albany, are you paying attention? Yeah. What? What? All right, I'm going to ask you this. How many teams were in the meeting, and do you think that's the final number? Are you allowed to share that? Uh, I do think it's the final number for this year. What is that number? I'm not telling you. Okay. <laughs> Give it a shot. Um, you mentioned kickoff inside MVP Arena. Is there a date, a month, a time? I will be receiving that information in the next week, two tops. Uh, schedule. I'm assuming that's that same that's thing. That's that. Okay, okay, okay. So the, today was who needs what. Here, Basically, it's mapped out. So we... They are doing so much to make sure that everyone has everything they need that it's it's almost impossible. So, like, like the the other league that we were in, you were kind of on your own. You know what I mean? It was like, hey, you got a field? No, you better get one. This league is like, hey, do you have a field? Yeah. Do you like it? Well, okay, well, we have a negotiation with this group. They'll do this and this to help you out. Oh, uh, how are you guys on helmets and, and shoulder pads? Uh, we have this and this. Okay, well, we have a group. We have a deal with this group. We're actually negotiating with a second group. 
Um, so here, here's who you talk to to get what you need. Uh, your uniforms, we need your sizes. They're going to start arriving soon. Your, your staff like stuff is going to start arriving soon. We need sizes, whatever. And I'm just sitting there going, I haven't even, I haven't even sent you like some of the stuff I'm, I, I need. You know what I mean? And you're answering questions before I have them. So I think a lot of it is going to it's going to be That's pretty impressive. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah. Back, but like that's a pretty impressive thing to have a call like that that far away from a season to have that type of support from a league that's Oh, this relaunching. is we are not far away from the season. Let's be clear. Cuz you're not. You're like like that was the biggest mistake I made coming out of 2021. It's like, all right. It's August, man. I got I got till April. This is beautiful. And then the next thing you know, it's like, "Oh my god, I'm behind on everything." So, um I, you know, like actually like there's some sponsorships I need ASAP. Like, like I have to decide who, like if you want to be the ball sponsor for the Albany Firebirds, LeVac at, at Albany, <laughs> I'm sorry, LeVac at firebirdsafl.com. Um, there's a lot, like it's, it's moving fast. It's moving very, very fast. And uh, some of the people that are involved are way bigger than I anticipated. I'm actually very intimidated. Oh, <laughs> Uh, some of the plans, some of the groups, some of the things. And again, it's like everything in that meeting is proprietary until they're ready to un unveil it because of the negotiations they've gone through. So that's why, like, if you go back to when I was ticked off that people were trying to leak stuff that we, you know, wasn't even true, it's because they have, they, we have a, we have a plan, anything that moves, it's moving for a reason, work with us and we will have your back all the way through. I'm sure if you had to use the adjective to describe the last few hours for you, it'd be stressful, less than excited. But from what you've already shared, and at least the vibe I'm getting from you, even before the show when we talked a little bit, it seems to be really exciting for Capital Region sports fans. Like you, something's coming they maybe haven't seen before. Do you want to know something? Um, so, like, I I hear these things, and I literally, there was a point in the meeting where I'm like, well, I guess I have to get a haircut and start wearing nicer clothes. Like, that's, like, how big this is. And you know how hard it is for oh, me to accept man. those kind of things. And then um, after the meeting, I'll tell you, the, the guy who almost never gets excited, Mike Quart is excited. All right. You know what I mean? So when he goes and sits down with Andy Gelcher and Richie Sesnett later and everything, and they talk through the details and they figure out what they want to do and how they want to, like, he's going to bring excitement with him. And that's he's a guy who's seen a lot of things. And he's been promised a lot of things. And he doesn't get excited until it's in front of him. He's excited. So that's big. There we go. That's I like big. hearing that. Yeah, yeah. But again, there's a lot to do. There's a lot, 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 lot to do. All right, we're going to be live at Rivers Casino, 11 to 1, NFL preview show. If you haven't joined us yet, come join us. That is week seven NFL preview. We do have to give a play of the day here. Thanks to our friends at Mohawk Show. We've been giving a lot of predictions today. A couple of college games I like. Uh, I like Air Force Navy. Uh, give me the midshipmen in the Commander's Cup with the points. 35 and a half is the over-under. How is the Air Force going to win by more than 10 in that game? In a rivalry game, give me Navy to cover. Air Force to win. Navy with the points. Also, I'm rolling around in that filth that is Minnesota-Iowa. The lowest projected under game in 20-plus years, if not ever. 30 and a half is the last I checked. Under. Let's go. Let's roll in that filth that is Minnesota Iowa's <laughs> under. The other one that keeps popping out to me is UCF Oklahoma. Oklahoma's getting a lot of love right now. Uh, Gabriel, I think, is getting a little too much love. And Oklahoma quarterbacks have had a lot of success. I would take UCF with the points. Best game of the week. I know we touched on the top four fours, Ohio State, Penn State. But well, those are my plays one more time. I like Navy with the points. Uh, I like UCF 
and I like the under in Minnesota. Also, one other thing real quick. Uh, shout out to our guy, Connor Lind. Love Connor, man. He's awesome. He's always been a supporter of this show. He loves listening on the podcast side. I bumped into him. And he said, guys, I want a prop bet tonight. I'm hitting on prop bets a lot. I'll give you a prop bet tonight. Over Philly's team total for runs. I'll make that very wide open. Whatever app you want to use, Connor, or if you love prop bets, find the over team totals for the Phillies. Because Bruce and our sales department brought out a spreadsheet today of why it's going to happen. I didn't. I knew Bruce was a Phillies fan. He called me over and had a spreadsheet ready to go about the Diamondbacks pitchers against righties and lefties. So if you win, I'll take credit. And also Bruce and our sales team will as well. Big Phillies fan. Um, so part of what just I realized just happened is my college football notes are sitting on my desk at Tech East. Um, <laughs> that makes me unhappy. <laughs> But I do remember my favorite, um, my favorite three. Actually, if you if you're being serious, four plays that I liked for this weekend. Now, of course, I'm going to bet Penn State because bleep Ohio State. You know what I mean? Just just bleep them. I just you're wearing a Michigan hoodie right now. Michigan hoodie, Michigan hat. Like yeah. Um, and anybody who wants to go take pictures of calls later, I'm in. Um, I'm all about <laughs> it. Send it to my Navy friend. Uh, so I've got I've got three plays, actually four, three games. I like four plays in those games. Um, I've I've got uh, two bounce backs. I got Oregon minus nineteen and a half. I got USC minus seven. I think they both bounce both bounce back uh, over sixty one and a half in the Oregon game. And then a little uh, big brother bully beatdown, Texas minus twenty two and a half at Houston. You know, he, like he, oh look, it's all the kids who couldn't get into Texas. What's up, Houston? Whap, nuggies, wedgies. Snapping jocks, putting icy hot in there. That's gonna be the whole game. Those are the three I like. A lot of chalk on my my card this week. Those are the plays again. Our NFL plays. If you missed maybe our fantasy versus reality plays about 15, 20 minutes ago, it's always available on Apple and Spotify on demand. Come join us at Rivers Casino, Levac. We close out today's show talking about some of our favorite people, and that is <laughs> USX Pest Control. Yeah. Uh, so yesterday we had our meeting over at Elevation Ten Thousand. They are neighbors. They actually work very closely with USX Pest Control. So as I pull up, this beautiful woman comes running out, LeVac. And I go, hey. <laughs> so it's Lisa from USX Pest Control. She's one of the bosses over there who makes things happen. She's like, I just want to thank you and guys. Like, people have been calling. People are very excited about what we're doing. And, and we think a lot of it's because you guys have been having so much fun and explaining you know, how good Tim is at the inspection, how good Frank is with the Platinum Package, how easy it is to sign up online on the uh, for the free inspection at usxpest.com. And I'm just sitting there going, like, you know, it's Jeff Levac. Like, I, like people aren't using this nice to me. I don't know what to do. You're, you're a lovely, lovely person. Then Gaz walks in. Gaz is like, I'm late. But it was, but it was, very, it was very cool to hang out with her. It did make that noise. Thank you, Lisa. That was very <laughs> she nice. Did, she did bring up the, like, she goes, what is the USX? What is that? I was like, oh, it's a wrestling thing. She goes, that's great. So she's very, very nice. So, one of the great people at USX Pest Control. Yes, she is. And thank you to USX Pest Control for making it easy for us. And they're going to make it easy for you, too. Call them today. Reach out. We're happy that we continue to hear those stories of people who have done that. Because of us and our experiences and what has happened before, do it for yourself today. Call USX Pest Control. All it takes is one call. They come over to your home and find out what's going on. You don't have to be chest out. I know what everything is. I've been living here for 10 years, 15. 
Just call them. No, you hey, know what's you going do, on? You do the chest out after they leave. Like, look, I knew how to do all that. <laughs> That's what I would do. USX uh, Pest Control. The also, best. Jess in the office, too, because she's she's a friend of mine. She goes way back. We used to work together on radio. So uh, a lot of great people are at USX Pest Control. And it's cool, too, because, like, when we started working with Tim and Frank and everybody, I didn't realize how many people I already liked over there. It's great people. It's a great company. The part of the Gagne family of brands. All right. Um, I'll see you Sunday morning. Yes. Uh, 11 a.m. over at Rivers. Uh, we'll do we'll do the football thing. It'll be a lot of fun. It'll be a, it'll be a great time. Uh, I'm going to be doing my what is potentially my last on field for U Albany tomorrow. You should hear tickets. I just it's so much. It's so much, and I want them to have the right people. And I can't I can't guarantee I'll like be there at certain. Like one of their games is the same day as the Schenectady Christmas Parade, which I now have to put a float in. You know how you know how it goes. Life of a president. I'm sure Donald <laughs> Trump did this kind of stuff. Um, I'm very more Bill Clinton. But, no, so uh, make make sure you come out to UAlbany. Support this great Danes team. They're really, really good. Single-digit dudes, Poff and Barger. It's, it's, it's a team worth watching, so I hope to see everybody there. Um, aside from that, it is Fox Sports Radio 95.9, 980. And I, I'd love it if you just go ahead and wash your hands and don't touch your face.